Um, I don't even know if I introduced myself. My name is Tommy. I pastor this church. It's a huge joy to do so. Um, I, I just am craving the presence of God and so hungry just not to move on with, with just an agenda. And I've just been reading this week from a new book just about the simplicity of time with Jesus. And there's nothing that replaces that. There's nothing that can replace that personal, in the secret place time with Jesus. Nothing can do that. And as beautiful as these expressions are, wherever two or more are gathered, but uh, there's just something about like the drawing of intimacy with Jesus that is everything, right? So let's just take another moment and I just want to just sing out and just posture yourselves to connect with his presence. He's here. He's the God that's with us. And we've been preaching about being in the spirit. Let's just practice immediate connection. Just become aware of his presence even right now. Would you guys sing with me? And I love you, Lord. And I
even right now, would you just start to, to sing out in the spirit? Would you be so bold just to let his voice speak through you right now? The movement of the spirit moving through you. Just lift up his name. Even if it's just a hum, even if it's just a sound from your soul, just let it rise even right now.
I just felt like the Holy Spirit wanted to remind us of the beauty and lingering. Oh. Yeah. And I just saw this picture of us even just like when you're going to work every day. You go on the same path. Sometimes you're going fast, you're late, and it, you don't notice the things beside you. And I felt like there's just this invitation for all of us to slow down. And Jesus is inviting us this morning. He's saying, will you walk to work this morning? Will you see the flowers I've created? Will you walk in relationship? Can we talk? I want to show you things. I want to teach you things. I just want to be with you. And that's what blesses his heart. When you slow down, there's such an awareness of his presence. So Holy Spirit, we want to walk with you. We want to hear what's on your heart. We want to see what you've created. We want to feel your presence. We want to bless you. Jesus, what is it that blesses your heart? because we're here to minister to you alone. Let us not get too busy in getting the job done, but that we take the time to slow down and to walk hand in hand with you. Father, forgive us. Oh, yeah. When we've gotten into a routine or just gotten too busy or going too fast, just want to honor you, Jesus. Let our lives be to minister to you alone. Let that be our job. How? Let that be our mission. How? Thank you, Father. We love you, Jesus. Yeah, we thank you, Father. Revelation 1, to him who loves us and has freed us from our sins by his blood and has made us to be a kingdom and priests to serve his God and Father. To him be glory and power forever and ever. Amen. Look, he's coming with the clouds. Every eye will see him, even those who pierced him. And all peoples on earth will mourn because of him. So shall it be. Amen. I am the Alpha and the Omega, says the Lord God, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. On the Lord's day, I was in the spirit and I heard behind me a loud voice, like a trumpet. I'm trying to read, but I've got tears. Okay. Oh, gosh. Trumpet, which said, 
Right on a scroll. I'm gonna try to read. Jesus. <laughs> Write on a scroll what you see and send it to the seven churches. And I turned around to see the voice that was speaking to me. And when I turned, I saw seven golden lampstands. And among the lampstand was someone like a son of man, dressed in a robe, reaching down to his feet and with a golden sash around his chest. The hair on his head was white like wool, as white as snow. And his eyes were like blazing fire. His feet were like bronze glowing in a furnace. And his voice was like the sound of rushing waters. In his right hand, he held seven stars, and coming out of his mouth was a sharp, double-edged sword. His face was like the sun shining in all of its brilliance. And when I saw him, I fell at his feet as though dead. Then he placed his right hand on me and said, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. I am the first and the last. I am the living one. I was dead. And now look, I am alive forever and ever. And I hold the keys of death and Hades. Write therefore what you've seen, what is now and what will take place. The mystery of the seven stars that you saw in my right hand and of the seven golden lampstands is, is this. The seven stars are the angels of the seven churches, and the seven lampstands are the seven churches. Jesus. Jesus. I'm gonna read it again. Look, he's coming with the clouds. He's coming with the clouds. And every eye will see him, even those who pierced him. And all peoples on earth will mourn because of him. So shall it be. I am the Alpha and the Omega, says the Lord, who was, who is, who was, and who is to come, the Almighty. The one who was, and who is, and who is to come. heard that little dog in the back or something, right? <laughs> and this might feel like a funny, funny story, but last Friday, I was with my friends, Josh and Kim, and they have their dog, Pepper. Yes, I'm sharing a dog testimony, ready? <laughs> and their dog, Pepper, is this little poodle and she was showing signs that she was very sick. And they knew that she had a condition, but uh, we were like, it's fine, it's gonna be fine, no fear, no fear. And 
by the time it was Saturday morning, she was at the vet, and they were like, we don't know if she's going to make it. And um, all day Saturday, we don't know if this dog's going to make it. And what did we preach on last week? The resurrection power of Jesus, right? And I kid you not, Kim was sitting right over here and, and got a voice message when I was preaching about the resurrection power of Jesus that can raise a body. And, um, and she got a text that Pepper's fine, she can go home. And since then, she, she's home, she's doing good, this dog. And uh, you know, there's a little mystery here, right? A little mystery because the Lord cares what we care about, doesn't he? And um, can, can we declare resurrection power over even a little pup? I'll let you wrestle through that. We for sure can over human beings. Why not? But I just thought it was a little bit of a sign of like what God wants to do. It's like the areas of your life that you care so deeply about. He cares and he wants to resurrect. And so just in the middle of this glorious moment, I heard the little pause, and I go, maybe I'll share the testimony. <laughs> the testimony of Pepper. If you haven't noticed, welcome to Evergreen. We're going with the flow today. I have, I have seven pages here. That's right. I have seven pages. Those will have to wait. But this is the life with Jesus. This is life with Jesus because he interrupts things. If you'll let him, he probably wants to interrupt some things. It's the place of his pausing in his presence that we're the most transformed. We just let him do the work. Here we are again, soft hearts yielded before you looking to you, the author and perfecter of our faith. We gaze upon you. As we behold you, we become transformed into your likeness, Jesus. You can do that through opening the word. You can do that through song. You can do that in silence. You can do that when you're journaling, connected to the Holy Spirit. You can do that on your prayer walk. You can do that while you're hiking. It's this living and breathing and walking with the risen Jesus. And, and maybe the lesson today is just pause in his presence. Behold him. I'm, I'm convicted this week. I've been convicted this week. Just all the good things, all the busy things, all the checklist items, they might not all get done. Like I wanted to say, they'll get done. They might not all get done. And that's okay. Because what's worth it in eternity? What's actually worth it in eternity? Spending minutes, hours, days, investing your time in the secret place with God. Think about the life of Jesus. Do you know the demands on his own life that he must have had? He's going around healing so many individuals casting out demons, the demand on his life, heal me, Jesus, free me, Jesus, come to my town, Jesus. If he took so much extended time away to be with the Father, how much more do we need that? 
how much more do we need that? And maybe in the fast pace of this city, we are the ones that bring the upside down kingdom. I got hours in traffic, brother. You don't know my commute. The best I can do is play the songs on the way to Glendale. It's a good start. But what about some intentionality in our days? It's the simplicity of walking with Jesus. That's what it all comes down to. I was talking with our children's pastor, Erica, this week, and she was, it's just been ringing in my head since then. She's like, yeah, I had a mentor, and I, I kept bringing, bringing to my mentor all these, these, these things, like these questions, these things that I wanted to wrestle through. Give me, give me your wisdom. And she would always say, Jesus will show you. Jesus will show you. And I'm like, that has just been hitting me. That's been hitting me. The simplicity, Jesus will show you. How will he show you? Through walking with him, through breathing with him, through sitting with him, spending time with him. Jesus will show you. He'll show you what's next. He'll show you how to engage with that relationship where you don't know what to say next to the person. He'll show you how to be when your financial situation is rocky and you don't know how to get out from under it. He'll show you. He'll show you. And all that we're doing here is to get you back up to the mountaintop with Jesus. That's the perspective place. So Holy Spirit, would you rest upon us as we exit these premises even? Linger with us as we linger with you. And we ask that, that you're the teacher, you're the comforter, you're the counselor. And so as we leave this building, God, the next days to come, will we just bring a continuation in our time with you? Show us how to be with you, Jesus. Let your word come to life. Let us take time in worship by what we write in our journal. As we go for a prayer walk, would we feel connected to you as we look at nature and we look at a hummingbird and as we look at the magnolias and just the ways that we can appreciate the beauty of who you are and how you're showing these, these flashes of who Jesus is and who the Father is and what the Spirit's like. Let there be an enjoyment again in walking with you. An enjoyment. I believe, I forget what catechism it is, but it's like the chief end of man is to know God and to enjoy him forever. The chief end of man is to know God and to enjoy God forever. If you're looking for your purpose in your life, there it is. To know God, to enjoy him forever. Selah. There it is. There's the message today. See, let Holy Spirit continue to fan it into flame. In Jesus' name.